0: The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent
1: of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
0: Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be Inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Ah! Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondi Fab Fondy J, John Fondy.
1: And once again, welcome to another edition of Inboxed Radio. That's
0: i n b o x e
1: d radio dot com. If you guys want to go ahead and click on the website, you can do that. And... Uh also, if you're out and about, you can go and listen to the archive shows as well. This is our April 28th show, How Private is Private. I am the Big fabu. I'm John Fondy. And, of course, broadcasting from the Palatial Studios inside the xy com compound here in our studio. And, of course, twisting the dials for us as he always does. Brasco. Brasco, how's your week been?
2: Week's been great. It's been a little hectic. But uh, all in all, I'm,
1: I'm happy about it. Well, I know we threw a few softballs and a couple of hardballs and. Even a couple of rotten eggs at you last week as we broadcast live from the floor of AdTech. Always gets exciting when you're out there doing stuff live, isn't it? And I get to miss all of that. But hopefully, a couple of mu- what another month and a half or so, I'll get to join you guys. We'll do the whole
3: broadcast out there again. Is that broadcast well, true? Yes, it did. That went <laughs> out. Thank you,
4: Kevin. There you go. Hey, my, you know, I just, I, I, want my clients to know that I'm actually uh, available to them all the time. So my cell phone rings. I apologize. I had to pick it up.
1: Yes, in fact, that is the voice of the Click Father, Kevin D. Vincenzi. Yeah, Kevin, nice to have you back on the show again. We had a good time. today. Uh, thanks, at, at John.
4: Click yeah, I, I uh, missed half the show last week because I was roaming the phone, the floor at my iPhone, and uh, trying to pick up people to talk to. But every time uh, I did, the phone dropped. But uh, I'm happy to be back, and we're working away at some new strategies as usual.
1: Yeah as a matter of fact we've got some great guests on the show today um we've uh we've got Kasim the Dream uh Magala he's going to be with us today as Josh in the hood hood will be with us as well today and of course they're they're from Reactive and they're doing a little work here in the compound as well and uh, so we'll kind of check in with them today and find out what's going on with them I'm going to talk with Tim Ash Tim has got a uh convention uh, convention that's coming up in the San Jose area that's going to be next week I think Tuesday and Wednesday that's yeah, conversionconference.com. And uh, always a great contributor, so we're trying to get a hold of him as well. And, of course, uh, on the line with us as well is Bennett Kelly, broadcasting from his palatial suite on the uh, 178th floor of the Santa Monica
3: skyscraper,
1: <laughs> overlooking the Santa Monica. Hey, Bennett, nice to have you.
3: Thank you. Uh, I wish it was the 178th floor. It'd be quite a view. Yes,
1: yes, it would, as a matter of fact. Tell me about the weather, overcast, uh, windy, or relatively nice there today?
3: It's actually beautiful today we had um yes we sometimes in this time we get um what's called may june gloom where the marine layer hovers and it's, it's kind of fogged in until late in the day and unfortunately there was some um tech um um party that was held earlier this week on the roof and uh, the, the the gloom um didn't didn't lift and uh so we not we don't have one of those days
1: it's funny. I get the May, June gloom every time I open up one of your invoices. That's It's amazing what we can <laughs> Sorry about <it.
5: laughs>
1: Oh, gosh. Hey, uh, just back from AdTech, San Francisco, I understand you guys just rocked it out there.
4: Oh, yeah, it was great. We did. Well, you were there, John. We did the uh, little wine country tour with some of our select uh, publishers on Sunday. And uh, did a lot of walking, obviously, because I'm getting ready for that big walk. Um uh, I think we did about 10 miles, uh, was it Saturday, John? Uh, I forget the days are meshing together. Um, and then on Monday we did our uh, boat cruise for about 50 of our closest publishers and uh, advertisers. And uh, had a great show overall. we met a lot of people, got to work with a lot of our affiliates one-on-one, and you know actually a group of them are in uh, here. We went to their house uh, last week to go work with them hand-in-hand right in the middle of ad tech. Now they're coming to our house here in Las Vegas to, to work with us. So. so it's great. It's great to be able to work so closely with your affiliates.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of great. We did walk about 10 miles, but a little bit different. We walked through the hills and uh, valleys of San Francisco, so a little, little tougher hike that we had in San Francisco compared to the one we did here in Las Vegas on Sunday. had Yeah, that, that's, that was that's correct. <laughs> So I think what we're going to do, just uh, for those of you that uh, have just joined us, what uh, Kevin and several select members of his group are doing is they're heading back to Chicago in June. They're going to do a 40-mile walk uh, with uh, to support Avon and their awareness campaign for breast cancer. And Kevin, you're actually doing that with other affiliates, aren't you?
4: I am. Scott Richter is there. Missy Ward is actually heading the team. You know, she's uh, one of the co-owners of the affiliate sub um, quite a few different people, about 40 of us, uh, all told, uh, Warren Corpus from Vian, uh, are all walking together in, in unity for this cause. So I think it's going to be great. It's going to be a nice networking event as well, uh, as a great cause, obviously, you know, which is first and foremost. So uh, I look forward to it. And I think I'm ready. I mean, you, know, you and I walked on Sunday, John. The, uh, the 10 miles was nothing.
1: Yeah, really. It. Did. I mean, other than maybe the bottom of my feet hurting a little bit, it really was. It was a great walk. I had a great day for it. And here's my suggestion next time, Kev. Let's uh, let's do ten miles, have a little breakfast, and then do it. Put another five in, and then the next time uh, do a ten and ten. Absolutely, sounds like a plan.
4: Absolutely. Or or a, or a or a twenty breakfast and five. You know
1: yeah there you go there you go get the full uh get the full uh uh marathon in as well and speaking Absolutely. of uh, a couple of guys that are no uh no strangers to marathon at least that it comes to our industry of course we're talking about kasim the dream and we're talking about josh in the hood from ryan tip uh josh kasim, in the hood. Kasim, <laughs> nice to have you on the show today yeah thanks a lot
5: thank you yourself. thank you for inviting us
1: yeah. So, and uh, also, Josh, uh, thank you for taking the time out of your uh, interactive day at the XY7 compound. How are you liking it in Vegas?
6: Oh, Vegas! Vegas is beautiful. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. we've been uh, we've been cruising around in the XY7 uh, Hummer and just uh, just doing, <laughs> having a good time.
4: Yeah, you <laughs> know the yeah. XY7 Hummer is a lot better received in Vegas than San Francisco. I don't know why, but when we had it out out uh, last week by you, Josh. Um, you know, we were a little late getting to your house, and most of it was because people you know, giving us a middle finger and throwing stuff at us. It's not,
6: uh, yeah. it's, it's not well yeah, received we, there. We in, actually uh, ride, around, we ride around on a tandem bicycle. It's a five-seater exactly. in San Francisco. That's what we usually drive there.
1: And you guys look good in those white shirt, white dress shirts with uh, black ties and the bicycle helmets <laughs> as well. Oh yeah, uh, so yeah. yeah. Guys, we have a
6: contract with uh, those guys too. We hand out flyers wherever we go too. We
1: look good. Nice. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> oh, so anyway, you guys, uh, you know, uh, you know, both of you are for, uh, you know, you're from Right Active, and uh, just kind of give you a little back, a little background on on who these guys are, just so you know, uh, Josh. Um, you know, he founded a consulting company that specializes in search engine optimization. And uh, he oversees a lot of the projects and uh, has a lot of the visionary uh, duties that uh, move the company forward. And as well as Kasim the Dream, um, he is a graduate of Rutgers University. He's got an honors degree in economics. So, anyway, he has been in the healthcare industry and kind of actually wish you were back in that now with all the things that are going on in Congress. But he got some great experience, and now you're in the implementation. Doing a little bit with business plans, and what's your primary role at Reactive? Now, do you uh, review business plans for Rite Active or do you uh, consume uh, review them for potential customers? Uh,
5: no, it's, um, it's a little bit of uh, reviewing it for Reactive, trying to trying to t- uh, decide where we want to take this company, getting Josh's vision into a reality, essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, when you when uh, you look yeah, at it- a... I'm sorry. When you look at a at a business plan, uh, is it is it true that they say that uh, that uh, you can uh, make or break a business plan within the first uh, two minutes of reading it?
5: Yeah, it's a. Uh, there's a lot of element of truth to that. I mean, you can decide um, from your past experience if an idea will pan out. At Riactive we always try to think outside the box, so we we come up with some creative stuff that. You can't really base off past experiences, so we try to um, test it out and see if we make anything out of it.
1: Well, Josh, I'm s- assuming CVO means uh, Chief Visionary Officer. Tell us a little bit about Riactive and some of the things that you got coming around the corner now.
6: Uh, well, uh, we're 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 focusing a lot right now on uh, on sending sending business to uh stuff like healthcare and a lot of other Fortune five hundreds. And um, we focused actually a lot of our efforts on uh in affiliate marketing to uh stay away from uh stuff like uh rebuilds and some of the scammer stuff. We came together and decided a long time ago that we didn't want to do any of that, but we wanted to make lots of money and we wanted to make lots of money with uh quality lead generation for a lot of big companies. So we've been focusing a lot on uh, healthcare, on education, and um, a whole a whole slew. We're pretty much all across the board um, in terms of what we've been generating. But we think that a lot of new markets are going to open up uh, in the near future, uh, especially as a lot of uh, a lot of advertising networks um, are tightening up their reins on what they allow, and uh, as a lot of the scamier stuff goes away and uh, legitimate businesses uh, are starting to, you know, uh, starting to appear. So we're trying to bring those in, and we're trying to, uh, you know, generate business for them and offers um, and for more long-term, uh, stuff that's going to last more long-term.
1: Kevin, you're, uh, you have a relationship with Reactive, and you, you guys uh, have been kind of in the think tank uh, all day long today, uh, creating and building on that relationship. How's it going so far?
4: It's going great. Um, you know, we we've got both uh different unique um qualities in in the two different companies so we're able to bring those all together and just uh, you know, basically open up our kimono's uh not literally of course John don't get too excited um, to to come up with different ideas and strategies and then work with the context we have over at MySpace and some of the other traffic exchanges uh and really do some great tests i mean we're doing some very very interesting tests today uh as they opened up some things for us uh, as a matter of fact i think we're going to have MySpace on our show next week to talk about all the changes and and the additional traffic they've just opened up uh, at least for a beta test and what they're going to open up to everybody so it should be a, a lot of fun and you know there are a great group to work with. Um, you know, it's it's great to work with guys that have a lot of integrity, honesty, loyalty. You know, um, in, in this industry, it's uh, those are those are great qualities. I mean, any industry, but in this industry, they're very rare to find. In this group, they all have it. I mean, it's that, great. Uh, it's a pleasure to work with them.
1: Well, and uh, as well, the you know part of the reason why we created the Inbox Radio Show is because it does take the guys that are wearing the white hats in the industry out there and put bring them all together, and we all try to support each other. In fact, earlier we we talked a little bit about some of the challenges we have with rebill, and I know uh, Bennett. Uh, there, there is there. theres there has been some scuttle going around about about the whole rebuilding process. Tell us what you know about uh, some of the pitfalls of that that's going on.
3: Well, um. As you may recall, in the fall, the, the Senate Commerce Committee did a big profile on an investigation on, into what is known as the, the post-transaction offers, the kind of the offers you get after you um, purchase a movie ticket, for example. And um, it found that there was a high degree of abuse in that a lot of the people, um, about as many as 80 or 90 percent of the people who subscribe weren't aware that they had subscribed to the product that they had signed up for. And so um, this just recently... Uh, in light of that investigation, um, visas announced that they will no longer allow the, um, the easy transference of the credit card numbers, um, which kind of facilitates these type of offers. Instead, it will require the consumer to re-enter um, the credit card number in order for such an offer to be effective. Um, as it stands now, you know, the credit the number is transferred automatically.
1: And Kevin, you've had some experience uh with uh credit card on file stuff that's going around as well. Uh how does how do you see that affecting the industry?
4: Well, I mean, most companies pulled away, I mean and and it's something that had to happen. Um, you know, we, we pulled out fairly early in the game. <laughs> um you know, the the philosophy of bill as much as you can to see what you're gonna get away with and your chargebacks are gonna be about the same, you know, just doesn't work in this industry. So, um you know the consumers fought back and and a lot of regulation came you know came about so you know and that's uh that's why a lot of affiliate companies actually went out of business is more about to go out of business because uh it was all uh funded on a uh you know funded on the dream just that oh well we can just keep on selling acai and that'll be our main focus and that'll be our product and we'll keep on banging out new consumers um I saw a stat the other day that was mind boggling john it was uh, actually I right on the plane with you it was forty one percent of all u s consumers have been uh opted into a negative option at some point meaning some somehow without knowing it so somehow whether it was an s i e anything on the internet or even like a, a time magazine they've they've they 've been caught up in that it's It's an amazing stat um so i mean it, you know it, it begged for regulation, and that 's what happened and you know whenever uh, regulatory body comes in. Of course, they're going to overregulate, and uh, you know, and just throw darts at everything. But I mean, you know, we, we knew it was coming.
3: Well, here is the marketplace regulating. It's Visa, right? Yeah, that's it, true. That's that's that, You know, that's, that's a good thing to have. And right, right. Well, and uh, Visa's regulating
4: only because they're getting they're getting government pressure. Is that correct, Bennett?
3: Well, I definitely there was a lot of pressure from the Senate Commerce Committee uh, uh, in light of the fall h- investigation, but yeah. Well, I mean, like
4: Ringtone, same thing, right? Ringtone started regulating AT&T and all the carriers were really not give a, give a shit, until uh, consumers, you know, started really, really uh, pressing, and, you know, ABC News did, did a whole report on it, I mean, before that, it was like, yeah, whatever, it was almost virtually impossible to charge back a Ringtone, and then... Uh, they regulated and uh, you know and exposed that the uh, carriers are making forty-eight to fifty-one percent of each transaction, and all of a sudden it was like, oh well, wait, uh, you know, we'll charge anything back, you know. So then you get, you yeah, get the opposite the- extreme, which doesn't work either.
3: Well, then the state of Florida collected ten million dollars in fines too, as part of it. That's
4: correct. From uh, yeah, from our, our uh, right, from one of our competitors. That's correct.
3: Well, also in AT and T as well.
4: Oh really? I thought it was just an affiliate network. So it was a combination oh, no. of AT&T and the affiliate network.
3: Both. Yeah, they got um, they got the the marketers and they got the uh, the advertisers ah, themselves. got it. And um, they they <laughs> they went for both pockets. <laughs> got it. Wow. All
1: right, Kasim, uh, the dream. Um, checking in for <laughs> yeah. my active, uh, That's that's going to stick. Uh, that's
5: going to stick. <laughs> 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 it's going to stick. <laughs> well, it's been my nickname
4: for a while, so. Oh Money, is it really? I oh, did not know that yeah
1: <laughs> well then we'll come up with something different
4: <laughs> yeah James you weren't you original gotta come up with something yeah. new <laughs> yeah. oh it's James fault again huh
5: it's all James fault exactly
1: yeah
5: any good idea it's Kevin's anything bad it's James <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right hey Kasim I'll kind of uh, give you uh, the last word before we go to commercial break what's on your mind
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, just along the same lines, uh, consumers are getting more educated. Um, those unethical business practices obviously aren't going to fly. That's why at RyActive, Active, uh, we're trying to promote uh, uh, high moral standards. We try to put off offers that we ourselves would use, and uh, we can stand behind them. If you guys want to learn more about us, just check out our website, ryeactive, dot com.
4: You can see a whole breakdown of our company and what we do. Well, actually, when we come back, Kasim, I want to talk about your uh, your video production as well, because that's something we do here in-house, too, because it's really interesting about what you guys produce for Snickers and some other major brands. love to talk about that for a minute, too. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. We'll be here. <laughs>
1: Okay. Good. We're going to just uh, take a short commercial break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Kasim the Dream and Josh in the hood from Reactive. Also got standing by Tim Ash. We're going to talk about the Conversion Conference and a uh, special offer that's heading around uh, going out as well so you can get involved. So again, for Inbox Radio, Kevin to the Father. I am the Big Fat Boo. I'm John Fonda. We're going to take a short break, toss it on back to Brasco in the studio, and we'll be right back right after these very, very short messages.
0: Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this.
1: X, Y, 7, Affiliate
6: Market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, yell, pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing Network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance-based. Listen to what I'm telling you, because this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need? Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads one thing lacking don't get it cracking
0: Keep it comes with state of the art tracking where to the start you can do it a couple ways eight six six
6: x y7 page it's toll free tell me what you waiting on so log
0: on the XY7 Did you know?
4: 99 Designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet.
5: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you.
5: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs allows you to post projects for logo design, webpage design, t-shirt design, and more.
0: Did you know?
4: 99 Designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set.
0: 99 Designs. When designers compete, you win.
4: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: And welcome back to Inbox Radio. I am the Big Fabu. I'm John Fondy. If you are listening to the show for the first time, you can also listen to the show at webmasterradio.fm and also look at the archive shows at uh, InboxRadio.com. We also have a chat box feature that you can uh, get yourself into when we have our live shows as well. So uh, when we went to the break, we were talking with Kasim the Dream, and, uh, and it's no longer to be the Dream, so Jamie's going to have to come up with another uh, nickname for him. And Josh in the Hood from Ryan Active. Hey uh Kevin had mentioned before we went to the break uh you know some of the uniqueness that you have you guys are branching out as you told me into into other operatives other than just uh just affiliate marketing I understand uh, you're also doing some television commercials for your clients let's talk about that a little bit Kasim
5: Yeah um yeah obviously we're always looking to uh diversify our business and we've been pursuing uh commercial television for very different Companies, Fortune 500. We um, we have a very creative guy on staff, uh, David Brashear, who's our director of multimedia production. So he comes from a, a background of um, having worked on television shows like MTV Cribs and Celebrity Fit Club, and uh, we've been able to produce some uh, pretty cool uh, commercials for for Snickers, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, um, yeah. Top flight golf balls, um, as well as what we're working on currently is a cushy foot, which is a women's socks. So they're all uh, they're all sort of based on specs, and uh, as we produce them, we submit them, and if these companies like them, they have the option to purchase it. And we've been three three for three so far with our commercials.
4: It's a really unique idea. So basically, you guys are taking the CPA uh, aspect one step further and uh, doing it on commercials as well. Uh, that's, that's amazing, you know. And that, that also proves as to what you feel your quality of work is uh, and the product you're going to end up uh, developing. That you can just say, "Hey, you know what? Only only pay if you like." That's great. That's, that's a, you know, I'll tell you right now. If somebody came to me with content that I liked. I mean, at that point, you know, if I like it, I'm buying it. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We we also think that so far. there's a lot of
6: uh there's a lot of companies out there that uh are, are just getting their hands into the internet. So, uh I think with these with these commercials and these videos, it's something that they're used to. It's more along the TV format. So, they can they can see our commercials that we do and they can have an idea, get some insight into our creativity and uh how right. we do things to brand these companies as well. It's a little bit more accessible for them to see what we do. I agree.
1: Yeah, I noticed uh, from your website uh, that David graduated from the USC School of Cinema and Television. I actually went to that same school the second year that it opened, which was a while ago. So uh, I So I've got a lot of kudos for him uh, having come out of out of USC, and and so I look forward to having some conversation with him. again. If you've just joined the show, we're talking with uh, Kasim, the Dream, and Josh in the Hood, both from Riot Talk a little bit, a little bit about uh, what they've got going on, guys. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to. Have your yes, thanks,
5: guys
2: in Los yeah, absolutely it's our
5: watch. pleasure being out here
6: <laughs> oh yeah thank yeah. you guys so much
1: look for, look for some great great things from you guys hey have a, have a great day and we'll have you on the show again soon thanks definitely
5: all right take care guys all right thanks guys
1: hey every now and then at inbox radio you know we're able to uh run out and uh and and, and we're actually able to uh, run into some of the rock stars of the industry, and we've got uh, one of the biggest rock stars of the industry on the line for us. now, of course, I'm talking about Tim Ash. Tim, glad to have you on the show. Thanks.
2: Uh, thanks, Fat Boo. Kasim, the dream. I want my own nickname. That's what I want.
4: <laughs> okay. You know, well, Kay, we got we so got to come lot. up with one. But the <laughs> last time we met was in a men's room, so we got a. we're gonna, as we spend some more time together, we're gonna craft a really good name for you. Don't worry.
2: Uh, I'm afraid of that, actually. <laughs> and then we got to get you a
1: cartoon and a, and a tagline for it as well, too. <laughs> so that'll be part of the fun. But hey, you've, uh, you've been pretty busy over the last couple of weeks, and it's not going to slow down. You got a big week uh, planned for next week. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on.
2: Uh, Well, as you guys well know, because Kevin's going to be speaking there, I've been working on the new Conversion Conference. Uh, It's going to be an ongoing conference series uh, starting with San Jose on May 4th and 5th next week and moving on to DC in the fall in early October and uh, some international ones planned including one in Hamburg, Germany at the end of October. So get your Oktoberfest Bierstein ready for that one. yeah. Uh, oh God, that was a terrible German accent. I apologize. This is the no, only show I can do it on and not be embarrassed. I guess. Uh, no conversion <laughs> conference is the first conference focused strictly on conversion improvement. It doesn't matter. I get you get people to your site. It could be email, uh, affiliate traffic, uh, pay per click advertising, display ads, video. It's all got to convert. And this conference is, is about forty really solid speakers. Twenty six sessions a really fun conversion bash party by Webmaster Radio. Basically we've got it all. It's gonna be uh, just off the hook.
1: Well great. Um what uh you know when you go to put together speakers like this, that's probably one of the biggest endeavors, uh arranging everybody's schedule and stuff like that. Um, you know how do you set up those different panels in the different conferences?
2: Uh well our approach was really to cover it on four major themes, if you will. One is a hands on track. We wanted lots of live uh, landing page and site critiques and uh, hands-on advice open mic panels uh, ask the experts we're gonna have a um, just a lot of practical stuff the second one was kinda of the psychology of persuasion and that's everything from copywriting the graphic design the usability and how you influence people with the the content and design of your site or landing page uh, the third is a testing track everything from basic AB split testing to advanced multivariate testing. Um, and the fourth is kind of vertical focus. We have sessions on converting for mobile devices, for email, for business to business, for lead generation, for e-commerce catalogs. We want something very specific to whoever is going to be attending the conference. That, in addition to keynotes by uh, superstars like Brian Eisenberg and and Jacob Nielsen and myself, uh, I don't consider myself a superstar, but I get the keynote because I'm sharing it. So uh, it should be a very solid lineup. Hey,
1: if you can't get a job, go out and buy the company and hire yourself. Right?
2: <laughs> That's always <laughs> been my approach. I'm unemployable, so it's the only option I have. I
4: think most of us are. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: why we do what we do. Well, Kevin, right? um, you know, it's. Uh, I would uh, have to say that you should be, you know, rather rather pleased and and also uh, really proud that uh, Tim has asked you to sit with this group of panelists i mean they are the who's who in the industry as well and uh, the portion that i know that tim wants to talk about of course you know i'll i'm there to assist as well as of course direct response and and how direct response in the email world has uh had you know what's been going on that read and you certainly are an expert a proven expert in that in that field as well and we talk about it every week on inbox radio so this should be a slam dunk for you
4: yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. I just have to make sure my my, uh, my schedule will fit because we do have uh, clients, as you know, in this week and also in next week. But I'm going to do my best to be able to slip out there. That's uh, it, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing conference.
1: I can tell, Tim, you're already shaking your boots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you better be there, Kevin, or we'll hunt you down.
4: I was just asked. You know what? I just asked you an hour ago. This is like the new trend. Get Kevin on the radio show and announce he's going to be somewhere. But I will absolutely do my best, Tim. You've always been great to me, so I'm going to do my absolute best to uh, to return the favor. Definitely. And it sounds like it's an amazing opportunity to uh, to share my knowledge with people. Hey, is uh, it- yeah, I- go ahead.
2: Uh, well, just as a quick shout out to your show listeners uh, if, you, if you've listened to my show on webmaster radio L- LPO landing page optimization or this we have a special promotion code just for your listeners on uh, inboxed uh, and it's uh, if you use the promo code CCW, 601, that's Charlie Charlie Wacko 601, uh, when you register, that's all capital letters, uh, you will get $250 off the two-day full conference registration. So uh, if you're thinking about it, if you're on the fence, if you are within striking distance of the Bay Area, fly on down to San Jose uh, to the deluxe Fairmont Hotel and join us for two days of kick-ass conversion. Nice.
1: Well, yeah, and uh, looking through uh, you know some of the uh, some of the speakers that are going to be there, uh, you've got Brett Crosby from Google Analytics. Uh, you know they've been showing up at a lot of a lot of shows as well, and uh, you've also uh, got uh, John Hasak, he's a principal at BKI Studios. What's John going to be talking about, in, uh, as far as you know?
2: Uh, John's going to be doing one of the live critique sessions. Uh, he's you know just excellent on his feet and is going to. Uh, be doing what I call your baby is ugly. a Little one or two minute landing page critique. So the audience suggests uh, their page, and you just get it torn apart live in front of everybody else. There's a lot of, uh, kind of CEOs of, of top web companies. Olivier Shane from Magnify360. Uh, we have, of course, in addition to Brian Eisenberg speaking, we have Jeffrey Eisenberg, and also John Quattrovanti uh who are you know his cohorts at Future Now. Um, You you mentioned John Hosack already, Eric Hansen, who's the CEO of SiteSpec. Basically, a lot of the the top names in the field are going to be there. And and then we've also drawn on experts outside of the conversion area uh, that will be specialists on pay-per-click, on SEO. We've just kind of cherry-picked the best of the best. Yeah,
1: and i uh, also see that you've got uh, John Fogner, he's in a, uh, from Facebook, is going to be presenting as well. So you've got a nice roundtable of some, some some real superstars up there, including uh, Trevor Claiborne from, from uh, Google.
2: That's right. Trevor's going to be heading up the uh, Google website, getting started with Google Website Optimizer session. The, every conference I've gone to where Google Website Optimizer has been, there's a huge draw in it. It's uh, basically... The, a, a free tool for doing A-B split and multivariate testing it's fantastic for getting started and for more advanced applications And uh, so if anybody wants to come out to the conference just to learn how to do testing you're going to see it hands on from, uh, from Trevor
1: well, and Kevin, you've always been a great proponent of testing, and uh, you you believe that, uh, you know, it's kind of like in the construction industry, it's uh, measure twice and cut once. That's a good way to save some money and, and see some great results.
4: Yeah, we're actually um, one of the beta testers right now with uh, my ads launching on their new, and I really don't want to speak much about it only because it's not launched yet publicly, but they have a, a new platform out that's uh more than doubling, if not tripling, the available inventory, and, and we're uh, just, you know, right before the radio show, launched 28 uh, raw tests just to be able to gauge some conversions, and, you know, from there, I'll be able to tweak it down and keep on testing and testing and retesting, um, and it's great, because, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, literally at the end of today, I'll have some, uh, some absolute winners up on the uh, the my MyAd system on some new campaigns that we uh, that we're working on, so it's great.
1: Well, excellent. Hey, Tim, we'll go ahead and give you the last word. Tell us again, uh, a little contact information and uh, how to get that special for the Inbox Radio listeners.
2: Uh, that's easy enough. You go to conversionconference.com. All the information that you'll need is there. And when you register, again, this is all capital letters, CCW601. And that'll get you $250 off uh, of the uh, of the full two-day conference pass.
1: Okay, and as we had uh, promised after the show uh, is over today, Kevin and I will get together, and we'll get right back to you about that speaking appearance up there in San Jose. Thank you so much for taking the time talking talk with Tim Ash, talking about ConversionConference.com. Tim, I know you got stuff to do, we'll let you get back to it.
2: Tim, thanks, thanks very so much, and uh, don't get me stuck in your spam folder anymore.
1: <laughs> okay, you
3: got
2: it, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, take care.
1: Good deal. Okay. Hey, talking with uh, t- uh, Tim Ash uh, and his conversion conference coming up uh, on the line. Still, with this is Bennett Kelly. Hey, Bennett, you uh, you actually did some traveling as well. I know we saw you shortly uh, up at at the AdTech conference, and then you kind of moved on. Uh, I think uh, I think you went to
3: Sacramento. I did actually. Um, it's not that far of a jaunt from San Francisco, and uh, the purpose of the trip was for um, I'm the co-chair of the California Bar Cyberspace Committee, and we were launching our um, the California. We put together a primer for incoming um, state legislators in California, and the, what it's actually the con- culmination of a four-year effort. It, it was came about because and. Even though California had made a few mistakes in internet law, um, it had a number of people who had in the legislature who had, who had a fair amount of experience on the issue, like Kevin Murray and Deborah Bowen. Even though we may have disagreed with them from time to time, and in 2006, um, Murray, Bowen, and several other um, key legislators were termed out. In fact, 41 percent um, of the legislature turned over that year it was the biggest turnover in history, and for um, you know a state that has. Uh, over half of the Internet um, 50 and the USA Internet 50, um, it was kind of a daunting um, position to be have all these new people coming in um, who may not fully appreciate or understand the technology or even the industries involved. And so we decided that to kind of um, prevent, um, you know, any major mistakes or also just to facilitate their ability to get up to speed faster, we would develop a primer and it's a it's a comprehensive primer that kind of covers a whole um, range of issues, but in, in very in bite-sized um, chunks, so that um, they're not sort of becoming a wonk, but they're at least not walking into an issue blindly. And so the purpose of the trip was really to launch that. And um, also, we, um, the, as a committee, we have an annual um, Sacramento Day where we actually meet with the uh, um, legislators and we, we talk to them about some of the pending issues. And one of the issues we did discuss was the Amazon tax. And... Um, as you know, the Amazon tax is no, is no longer part of the California budget. But in speaking with uh, Representative Skinner's staff, what was interesting is that um, she no longer is in control of the issue. Um, the issue has been taken from her by um, the, the uh, Assembly leadership. And you know, they view this as their own proposal now. And they see it as something that they, all, they, they could ultimately put, put back on the table as needed as a revenue measure and so this is definitely much perceived by leadership as a, as a chit to play in budget negotiations, so as dead as it may look now, it's, it's really not. Um, it's still very much a possibility that it could come back. Um, interestingly, the biggest concern that we kept hearing from legislatures was over social media, and um, like, other, like just as in Washington and other state capitals, they're really trying to get their arms around the issue, and particularly how to protect children. Um, there were like three or four proposals um, uh, that were being discussed, and about how to you know, prevent um, sexual predators from accessing children, how to protect children's information, and um, you know, policies proposals of that nature. So it, it's it's definitely they're, they're giving some serious thought to how to address um, some of the evolving um, technologies in a way to protect children, and so you know, they deserve some credit there. Um, and obviously you know, if, if people have any ideas on that it's, good, it's always good to stay in touch with your, your local assembly people just so you can find out when, you know, what's coming down the pike but also you can give them your insights as well you know, since you have the benefit of that being in the industry Well, and, and uh, uh, that's
1: very true now also uh, some uh, um, some information that, that comes directly off of the Internet Law Center Cyber report, uh, you talked a little bit about uh,
3: um, Amazon. Should we lose John? John?
4: I think wow. we lost John. Calling him back, guys. Well,
3: Calling him back. Okay.
4: Hey, at least it's not live so we could just cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so Bennett, back to back to the Avon walk. I emailed the girl and I think she might have answered me back already.
3: Okay, what'd she say?
4: Oh, I'm looking. That's when I saw her answer back. Oh, she probably answered back on my other one.
3: Hang on. So uh, I, I I got kind of kicked off the call there
1: a little bit. uh I um, so ended up asking so me to mean, talk a little
6: bit
4: about. They mean to
1: nut you. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know who pushed what button there, but you guys were on, but I'm back on now. But all right, uh, all right.
3: Yeah, when just, you're ready, just give me a pause on, and we'll um, continue. On the on the site, uh-huh. there's there's the. Um, the presentation we did to introduce the primer, but also I think you're leading into the Amazon complaint, right? And that's on the site there too. That's correct. In fact, I'm
1: I'm also posting your web address uh, on our site as well so people can go and check that out. So I've just updated that and got that up as well too.
3: Great. Thanks, John. All right. Do you need to go to makeup first or are you okay?
1: No, no, I'm fine. I was going to have you go ahead and talk about what you allegedly (laughs) were going to talk about.
3: Alright, um, do I need your lead in or should I just jump? Yeah, just go for it, yeah. So um, the other thing that the, I posted on the, the blog was um, this, there's been an ongoing effort in North Carolina to interpret its recently enacted Amazon tax as something that has a retroactive effect. And so this, the um, North Carolina Department of Revenue has actually been um, you know, going after any, affiliate, excuse me, any um, retailer who terminated in-state affiliates. Um, seeking their um, sales data from 2003 forward, claiming that they have the ability to collect the tax retroactively. Um, I, you know, I've had some clients that then have had to deal with the state and more or less have told them that they don't have the authority. But the um, Amazon has cooperated um, to an extent, but has drawn the line and they filed a lawsuit saying we're not going to give you any more information. Um, and and the grounds they use is is privacy that um, consumers and there's a First Amendment right. Um, to be able to purchase books and other material, including videos, um, uh, anonymously, and that it, it's against the, their constitutional right as well as a federal law um, to require them to disclose this information. Interestingly, the federal law is the uh, the Video Privacy Act, which came about. I don't remember um, when Robert Bork was nominated for the Supreme Court. Um, a local on a DC weekly newspaper, um, kind of like a Phoenix or. Um, you know, L.A. Weekly type of paper, um, ran a story and they analyzed um, Bork's video purchases, and um, to, you know, which involved a certain amount of porn, uh, probably not as much as Clarence Thomas. But um, because of that, there was quite an outcry, and it actually led to the passage of this, this video privacy law, which <laughs> definitely um, um, Judge Thomas benefited from. But in any event, getting back to here, so that's one of the reasons why Amazon is in um, claiming that they don't have to disclose the information as well as the first member right to be able to you know, purchase communicative um, books um, you know, anonymously. So, but it, it was disappointing that they didn't bring up the issue of the retroactivity, but um, I haven't had a chance to talk to their lawyers to see whether that's on the table.
1: Good. I'll tell you what, Ben, we're going to take a short break. Hope you can stick around. We'll kind of close out what those thoughts are in there. and We'll see coming around the corner talking with Bennett Kelly. Bennett, of course, from uh, the Internet Law Center, and we have posted up on our site uh, uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the path to his, uh, his cyber report, and that's uh, I-L-C-C. Y-B-E-R, that's uh, I-L-C, cyberreport.wordpress.com. You can pick it up there as well. We're going to take a short break. i got one second left to go. We're going to come back and talk a little about what's coming up here uh, around the corner with us at Inbox Radio and xy7.com. I'm the big fat boo.
0: Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at friendfinder.com.
2: at BruceClay.com.
0: AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com
3: LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m.
4: Pacific or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on
3: WebmasterRadio.fm
0: You're back with the Godfathers of Mass distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm
1: and welcome back to Inbox Radio. This is the April twenty eighth edition of Inbox Radio. Our show, "How Private Is Private?" Got a great show going so far. We've of course got uh, Josh in the hood, and of course, Kasim, new nickname to be lamed at a later date, Magal uh, from Reactive, have been with us as well as we had Tim Ash, Tim talking about a great opportunity at having an uh, interesting version conference coming up in uh, San Jose and uh, of course on the phone and in the studio live is Bennett Kelly and Bennett uh, we talked uh, earlier a little bit about uh, about what Visa was doing and um, and uh, how everybody's trying to really control things and, and uh, I think we're seeing a lot more of not only companies but organizations are really trying to sub-police them because they can understand how difficult FCC and Federal and Trade Commission can make things if there if there are some kinks in they
3: Well and also um, you know, both um, Visa and MasterCard also have some antitrust issues going on with the, you know, there's some lawsuits out there so clearly they, they want to try to um, minimize their exposure in other areas as much as possible and and definitely in the eyes of the FTC they want to be um, perceived as a good actor. So, um, but It just makes good business sense. If if you're in an area that's causing hot water, um, you're going to get a lot of phone calls and a lot of negative publicity, and and that may not be what you want for your brand
1: true and, and it's kind of it's kind of interesting you know we, we, we go back and forth and talk about you know government intervention and it seems like in from what's coming down the pike there's more government intervention we're finding in in things that people don't want them to get involved with and less in the things that they want to and of course I'm directing that uh, statement uh, of course to the, the recent law that was just passed in Arizona involving uh, immigration uh, uh, you know the it's it's if I'm not mistaken, you know, border border control and immigration really is a federal item, and it looks like Arizona is getting a lot of heat from uh, from our our federal government higher up. What's your thought on that, Bennett?
3: Well, I think you know, it is a federal issue, but I'll, you know, they uh, they do have the ability to. Um, police their streets. You know, the problem is, is that you, you constitutionally you have a right to stop someone if you have a reasonable suspicion that they may have violated the law. And so the question is, is how they formulate that reasonable suspicion? Are they formulating it based on their looks, on based on what they're wearing, or are they formulate it based on some action of their that they may have conducted? And um, you know, that's the problem. Is this really just going to become a racial profiling or not? And in um, going back to the, uh, the visa thing you know this also could affect Arizona's brand and you know we we heard about talks about the boycott and you know this ultimately may not be a good business decision for Arizona it may put them in a the situation that South Carolina was um you know several months you know several years ago you know with their refusal to take down the um the Confederate battle flag right
1: well, and I think looking at that, it's it's amazing how everybody gets into into the act, uh, you know. And first, they talked about, uh, um, uh, you know, the first thing that came out was everybody boycott Arizona because it's now become a Nazi state and uh, and kind of taking and blowing it out of proportion and and it's gotten so far. Ben, and I don't know if you've heard this, but they actually have have now thrown out the claims that they're requesting that everybody boycott Arizona Tea. Have you heard that yet?
3: Is that even from Arizona? I
1: don't think
5: so. <laughs> it's
3: ac- it's actually bottled and manufactured in New York, and <laughs> <laughs> New York City. Um, how funny! But it you know it's interesting. You know, there's that whole you know deterioration of debate. I forget the the principle about you know how long it takes before any internet debate descends to someone being called a Nazi or a communist and um, or a fascist and. You know, that, that's an unfortunate part of the debate, and I don't, you know, I, don't, I don't want to accuse anyone in Arizona of being a fascist. But, you know, at the same time, um, you may recall, Arizona for the longest time didn't get the Super Bowl because, you know, they refused to recognize the, dark, you know, the holiday for uh, Martin Luther King. And um, so the state's history isn't exactly pristine, but you know, that, that was a long time ago, and um, I like to think that um, the, the citizens of Arizona um, you, you know, can judge by their present actions, not the past
1: you <laughs> Well yeah and I, and I think it's get to the point we've seen a lot of desperation moves that have, have been going on desperate because of uh, communities that are just being you know basically sucked up and over, overrun and with over 500,000 illegal aliens uh, you know roaming the streets of Arizona and most recently um, uh, there was a there was a rancher or farmer that was basically shot and killed by an illegal alien who had stolen a gun from the the rancher's neighbor so so they Really are out of desperation, trying to do, take matters into their own hands, just to protect not only um, uh, not only their jobs, but, it, but right now uh, Phoenix, Arizona, has become the hostage capital of the world for uh, the, the Mexican drug lords and stuff. So they're really, it's really become a serious issue, and I think they're starting to get attention around that.
3: Well, you know, no doubt that the drug war happening, you know, but south of the border, which you know people in the non-border states might be aware, of, but it, it's really been quite brutal. And you know, the most notorious one was this one town that um, threatened to kill one police officer a day until oh, yeah. the chief resigned. And well, it lasted several days before, and then the chief not only did that resign, but he had a hightail across the border here for protection. And, um, and so they, they're being quite brazen and. You know, I'm not really quite sure the origins of the war, whether this is a battle for territory, or whether it's a backlash against a crackdown. But you know, it's definitely you know, a dangerous something dangerous to the United States, and we have to watch. And also, you know, clearly, tourists. Um, I've started staying away from places you what know, once were thought as safe as Cancun and Tijuana and other places like that. So um, you know, that, that's definitely an issue and we need to be alert to. At the same time, you know it's interesting. Um, when you think of illegal alien, just ask yourself what, what visual image you have and then ask yourself if I was going to crack down on illegal aliens, for example, in the city of New York or Boston, what would be one of the top two places I should go? Let's and see, the answer York, is or, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What was your guess? Florida. Florida. No, if you're in New York or in Massachusetts, one. Of them, oh, Boston. What would be one of the first two places you should go to look for um, illegal aliens? Let's see. I would uh, probably go to. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't say the- what? I was going to say, don't say Fenway Park because, you know, I think they're illegal there. But, um, <laughs> no, the reason why I mentioned it is actually this: um, in, in the Northeast, there's a huge illegal Irish population. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, there's a certain stereotype of who illegals are. But um, there was um, a story a few years back about how, you know, a crackdown on legal aliens actually you know, decimated this one community in, um, you know, in, I believe it was in Queens and what, what people who thought were just you know everyday citizens it turned out a lot of them were legal and went back to Ireland and also you know the fact that Ireland's economy was, was recovering and ours was still lagging was a factor but um you know when you say illegal alien it tends to trigger one connotation but you know there's actually a lot of illegal aliens that have nothing to do with um, you know speaking Spanish or being south of the border
1: yeah, ab- absolutely um the um one of the things that really I think We're then blowing it out. And the first knee-jerk reaction is they're saying that police officers are going to start racially profiling. And I've I've taken uh, some research from a lot of the police officers. And basically what they say is that the the law prohibits them from doing that. There has to be some type of a suspicious act taking place or they have to be in a high crime area for them to, to actually even ask somebody for that particular notification. But let's face it. We have to have we have to have particular notification when we cash a check. We have to have to, uh, if you go down to Mexico. Then uh, let me ask you this question: Can you go to Mexico without the proper documentation? You can go in. Well, you I,
4: actually, guys, I just John, I just sent you uh, an email. The current immigration laws in Mexico. Let me just read you a couple of them. Um sure. Uh, foreigners uh, may have no protest, no demonstrations, no waving of a foreign flag, no political organizing, no bad-mouthing our president or his policies, this will lead to uh, deportation. Non-citizens will never be able to hold political office. Uh, There will be no special bilingual programs in the schools. All ballots will be in the nation's language. All government business will be conducted in our language. Non-residents will not have the right to vote no matter how long they are here. Um, if you do, if you do come to our country illegally, you'll be actively hunted, and when caught, sent to jail unless your deportation can be arranged. All assets will be taken from you. Uh, foreigners can invest in this country, but it must be an amount of equal to forty thousand times the daily minimum wage. I mean, those are just a few, and those are the current Mexican immigration laws from within their country. So, I mean, think about that. Think about the double standard that we have. I mean, you know.
1: Absolutely. And one of the big ones, it says foreigners will not be a burden to the taxpayers, no welfare, oh, no yes, food right. stamps, no health care, and no government assistance programs. Any burden will be deported. And in fact, uh, the, the, the current president, Felipe Calderon, is basically telling everybody to boycott Arizona. When you look at stuff like this, it does. It, I can understand why a lot of people are, are very, very sensitive to this uh, to what's going on. And, and I'll <laughs> bet you anything better we start seeing it happen in other, other states.
3: Well, I, but I don't think the answer is necessarily to compare ourselves to um, Mexico. You know, I think we hold ourselves to a higher standard. So, you know, they may treat their you know illegals one way, but that's not necessarily. You know, they don't have the U.S. Constitution, and um, so that's the that's the ultimate test that we have. And you sure. know, if this can be done in a way that's consistent with you know people's Fourth Amendment rights. Then, um, sure. Right. So, um, but anyway, I I think when you know it.
1: When when you when you look at you know the law, and it's going to be an interesting discussion. And this is what I, I like about the fact that that uh, you know, in many cases, we have a chance, you know, um, you know, to 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 air our opinions about this. And I'm sure our listeners have got their thoughts on it as well too. Bennett Kelly from the Internet Law Center, any last minute thoughts uh, before we wrap up the show here?
3: Actually, a very quick um, you know, uh, story from uh, one, one time I was in Tijuana, and I was with my college roommate from, who was from Brooklyn, and um, the guy um, said to my college roommate that he could read his aura, and uh, he more or less gave a summary of uh, what was going on in this guy's life. He was very accurate. And we start walking back to the border, and the, my college roommate, um, he's, the Brooklyn in him came out, and he said, I don't like that guy fucking with my aura. So, um, you know, they you – know, they, they, we may have illegal immigrants, but they know how to fuck with our aura.
1: Well, that's true. And I'll tell you, you know, you mess with somebody's chi, and
3: I'll tell you, you know, you, you got –
1: we're going we're gonna to throw down on that.
4: Well, that's All right, late. guys.
1: Hey, have a good week. Thanks. Bennett Kelly from the Internet Law Center. Check out the uh, Inbox Radio website in, so you can catch Bennett's blog and get on his mailing list as well. Well, Kevin, we have yet again done it one more time, reached the close of yet segment three, another edition of Inbox
4: Radio. Been
1: a good show. Absolutely.
4: Great show. Great, great lot. show. And next week, uh, well, if we, if we do the conversion uh, summit, that's not on a Wednesday, though, right? It's on a Monday and a Tuesday?
1: It, it's uh, it's actually on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, so.
4: Uh, oh, so we would we stays. would be broadcasting live from that end.
1: Well, only if we wanted to stay overnight. Our deal's on Tuesday at about four or five o'clock in the afternoon.
4: Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll we'll, we'll see what we can do.
1: And, and as always, I want to remind everybody that uh, our next show will be done live. It's done every Wednesday at uh, 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, 5 o'clock if you're listening to us on the East Coast. And, uh, Bresco, I want to thank you again so much for being with us, twisting the dials, and understand that we're going to have another great show and even more improved from a technical standpoint next week so just like everybody else nobody listens to me
4: anyway (laughs) i did i did yep i think i can't wait for next week's show hopefully uh we're waiting on confirmation to get myspace on the show next week as well talk about the new or my ads uh the advertising division of myspace talk about the new uh improvements and how there's a lot more traffic available now
1: Absolutely. We sure will. Well, listen, hey, make it a great okay. week for Kevin DiVincenzi, the Click Father. I am the Big Fat Boo. Of course, I am John Fondi. You've been listening to another edition of Inboxed Radio. We're going to turn it back over to Brasco in the studio. We'll see you again live next week from the Hallacial Studio at x This is John Fondi for Inboxed Radio. Make it a great week. watching.